Welcome back to Open House with Mark Seawick and Corey James Moran, brought to you by the Mark Seawick team at Keller Williams Realty, a Greater Rochester real estate podcast. This is episode 95. Mark? Wow, 95? Yeah, all right. Yeah, we've almost made it to 100. Five more to go. Oh, all right. Look at that. We should do something special. Yeah. I have no idea what that is, but well, well, I'll bring a bottle of champagne. There, there we go. There Sounds we go. Good. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing, bud? I'm still exhausted from the weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I should have prompted you. You had probably the busiest sat. I mean, go ahead. It, it was insane. So let's see. My uh, my wife had a bridal shower to go to. Our friend Meredith, uh, Meredith and Chris, they're getting married. So she went to Meredith's bridal shower. Um, that was followed up with my niece, uh, Ernie's Sage's birthday, yep. two-year two birthday. Um, my uh, brother and sister-in-law decked out the entire house. Frozen themed. I heard this. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was insane. It was pretty impressive. So I got to be there for about five point four minutes, because mm. um, then I was headed off to the Straw Museum of Play. Right. Because every single year I take part in what's known as the Pirate Toy Fun Carousel Derby. Yeah. Where we sit on a carousel for two hours straight to raise money for the Pirate Toy Fund, which, if you don't know, it's an incredible organization here in Rochester that literally gives toys to kids. Last year they gave thirty-seven thousand toys. Kids oh my god! In our community, wow. and it's they go wow. to the hospitals and give wow. kids toys. Wow! They stock up police cruisers, so if you know the police show up on a scene and there's a, a small child there, they can give them a toy. That's great. Just to, again, a small distraction. So yeah. I've worked with them for years. So did not throw up. Happy report. Good. Um, and we ended up raising in total over fifty thousand dollars. That's for great. That event, awesome. Which I think is the most ever. Uh, wow. To be honest. Wow. But it wasn't done yet because there was more charity events to take place. Mark, I got to run into you. Yep. Out of the Daystar Derby, out of the Lake House in Canandaigua, which was a great event. It was phenomenal. I mean, that venue is unbelievable. I, I I've had I've attended I don't know a dozen events at that event or at that space. Um, it really is. And then the, the day was beautiful. The temperature was perfect. The doors were open. Um, everybody was decked out in uh, 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 Derby Day gear oh, and yeah. hats. Um, and uh, and the food was great. It was just great. Yeah, yeah. All, yeah. all around awesome. Uh, I had a jet from there because the final event, and I'm not going to go to it too much detail on this one, was a <laughs> I was high wondering. school junior prom. Yeah, well, well, what were you doing in the high school junior prom? I was DJing. Okay, there we go. Yeah. There we go. Uh, yeah, I just wasn't hanging out. <laughs> that, 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 thank you. I, was, I, 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 want, yeah, I wanted to clarify that. Thank you. How, how was the playlist? Um, I, I'm, uh, I weep for America. <laughs> I weep for the youth. That I did. I'm not going to say the name of the song, but there was one song in particular that I had never heard of before, and there was multiple requests for it. So thankfully, I didn't just throw it on. I, you know, as a responsible DJ... Listened to it in my headphones first, and nearly fell over uh, when I heard the lyrics. I was like, "Yeah, no, that's not." Happening. I, I, I listen. I th- I thought that Cardi B was bad. <laughs> I thought that is... Megan The Stallion was yeah. bad. This, I mean, this song, the lyrics put yeah. both of those women to shame. Just it, terrible. If you want to know what this song is, you can reach out to me. Okay, um, I'm not gonna. D- d- don't. Yeah, <laughs> horrendous. Anybody listening, don't. But horrendous. Yeah, um, yeah. But all of that, that was great. And then uh, eight showings on Sunday. So yeah, yeah, busy could, times. Yeah. But good again. The, the eight showing part. I was at the market is feel springy, right? Well, I mean, we'll get into this a little bit. I mean, you know, yeah, it's 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 gotten much busier for me this week. But but let's let, let, why don't we start things off as we as we traditionally do? Yeah, let's get the market update. Um, the market update doesn't sound springy. Maybe it's just the properties uh-huh. where they're landing. Last week we had 397 single-family active listings. Take this with a grain of salt because we recorded on a Friday last week. We're recording on a Wednesday now. There okay. will be more listings this week. We're at 372 right now. Okay. Okay. So that will go up this week. Um, Wednesdays are big days. Thursdays are big days. 
So we're probably get over 400 this week. I, 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 would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. yeah. Again, you know, wave the tiny flag, whatever. Yeah. Uh, last week, as far as the six-county region, there were 697 single-family active listings. Uh, right now, 670. And again, probably breaking that 700 barrier at some point uh, this week, uh, at least over the next couple of days anyway. So we will have to wait and see. But Perfect. big news, the CPI numbers are out. Right. That, that, that was, I mean... That was the next domino to fall. If you listened to the podcast last week, you heard our trepidation um, with the jobs report that came out, which was a little more robust than we had hoped. Right. Uh, far more robust than we had hoped. Um, but the CPI numbers, again, the next domino to fall. And I was reading up on this a bit before they actually came out. And I saw projections that the numbers were going to go up. Because right. last month it went from 6 to 5%. Mm-hmm. I was reading that um, some experts were predicting it was going to go from 5 to 5.2%. Yeah, well, thank, thank God that didn't happen. Yeah. Instead, there was a giant drop <laughs> to 4.9%. Yeah, so it, so it dropped a tenth of a point. <laughs> but it was the tenth consecutive month in which there's been a decrease in the rate of inflation. Mm-hmm. Thank is, God. Is this still alarming to you, though, with that tiny of a drop? I mean, I think that's the smallest drop we've we've had recently, right? It's not alarming when taken, um, when looking at it in the macro. And what I mean is we still have a lot of, uh, a, a lot that will benefit a uh, less uh, robust economy. Uh, specifically, the regional banks and, and banks in general are tightening their lending standards. So that is going to further constrict the rate of inflation. Uh, love that. And then, you know, there are the rate hikes that took place, um, you know, last fall um, and throughout this winter. Those have not yet kicked in. Sure. Um, and so I think that we're going to be okay. I okay. Think, I, I think that we're on the road. All right. Yeah. Cautious optimism? Cautious optimism, yeah. Okay. If, if you think about it, they wrote a blog uh, over the weekend Last summer, the rate of inflation was 9.1%. It's now at 4.9%. So we dropped 4.2%. We're more than halfway there. <clears throat> and yeah. you know, and we keep talking about this arbitrary uh, uh, target rate of 2% uh, imposed by the, by, by the Federal Reserve. I think that's unrealistic. I, I mean, honestly, a rate of, an inflation rate of 3.5%, that to me sounds very, very reasonable. And we're only 1.4% away from okay. that. Yeah. So it's a headway for sure. I, I think within the next six months, we'll be on the other side of that. And, and, I know that we're supposed to now talk about recession. I'm not even going to bother. Um, (laughs) As as I've said a few times now, um, there are just too many things that could take place uh, between now and then. We've got to get through uh, debt ceiling uh, limit. Uh, you know whether or not, whether or not we're going to raise the debt ceiling, or whether or not you know we're going to create a, a financial meltdown on June first, um, and, and then something that's looming that 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 actually is rather distressing, um, and that's on the horizon, uh, the number of commercial buildings throughout the country. Oh yeah, that are suffering really really serious. I mean, there's a lot of vacancy going out on a lot of downtowns, you know, Manhattan, Midtown Manhattan. Really? I mean, I mean, wow. mid- yeah, it's really bad. And it's due to, in part, uh, the whole policy of work from home. Um, there are still a lot of people who are not working from home. Online shopping, um, you know, malls aren't um, as uh, full as they were. Sure. I mean, look look here, Marketplace is a perfect example. They had to bring in the whole orthopedics uh, yeah. center. To and by the way, you, you've, not, you've not toured that yet, have you? I haven't gone through it now. It's amazing. I've toured Duffy's uh, uh, on the board of the the council, uh, and 
that is, I, I, I'm going to arrange for the team to walk through. It is one of the most impressive technological marvels. Wow. That I, it is, it is so so cool and so interesting. But yes, to, to back, back to uh, back to uh, the point that you're making. Yes, these uh, these structures, these commercial structures, are having to be reinvented, and so, but not everybody's successful in doing so. And so, uh, as uh, adjustable mortgages on these uh, commercial projects on these commercial buildings are uh, as these rates are being readjusted upward um, as balloon payments are coming due there's a lot there's going to be a lot of ugliness yeah. um, in the commercial sector um, in, in, the, in the months and years to come I did read an article I think Inman and maybe that's what you were referencing mm. that had an article about how um, one of their experts was stating how the Fed made a mistake and that this is <laughs> going to really come crumbling down Oh yeah, that was uh, that was the uh, the NAR economist yes, Wu, I believe is his. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, no, I did I did not read that article, but yeah, it, it inevitably, you know, more and more people are, are just saying this is going to be this is going to be ugly. So, yeah. but 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 again, inflation. Yes. CPI came in came in at four point nine percent, and it's you know it, that's going to. I, I, I keep waiting for, and I keep wondering at what point in time is it that the bond market starts to react to the fact that, is infl- that inflation is coming down? Because if you look at the bond market since the end of December, sure, 10-year bond is really hovering a few points above or a few points below 3.5. Um, so let me just, let me pull up. Uh, so, so yeah, here it is. So it's come down as a result of today's numbers. It's come down. Uh, 0.06. So, so now the, the U.S. Uh, the ten-year Treasury is now at 3.46. You know, it's still above uh, the 3.5 that it's been hovering around. I keep wondering at what point in time does the ten-year bond drop? I still contend that it's within the next six weeks. Okay. Um, I still contend. I've been saying this for a while, and man, we're getting closer and closer. But you know, middle of June, you know, about five weeks from now, beginning of July, I keep thinking that uh, that we're going to find that the ten-year uh, has dropped enough that we're seeing um, uh, 30-year mortgage rates uh, drop uh, to 6%. Let's hope, because uh, they're up a bit. And, and again, yeah. the CPI numbers from today haven't been uh, adjusting the mortgage rate numbers yet. Um, that'll happen probably later today when yes, mortgage yeah, yeah. news uh, daily updates. But the last numbers I saw um, were 6.68%. Yeah, it's actually up from six point four five percent last week when we talked, and which was up from the week before. Mm-hmm. It's just been ugly. Yeah, from the fifteen year uh, last week we were at five point nine. We're now at six point zero five percent. So it would be nice if that would happen. Uh, okay, so so I'm just gonna dive in. Here we go. It ha- has to happen. It, it has happened. Yeah. Why? Yeah, because I got a new mortgage that I got. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to manifest. <laughs> it's time to manifest. I, I just, you know what? I've got to come clean on this. You, you said I, you want to I, talk about it. I, you know what? All right. I, I, I've, I've been at three—I <laughs> was at a dinner party on sat, Sunday night. Um, I was at the fundraiser, uh, the gala, on Saturday, and then um, uh, and then I was in an event last night, um, uh, the Red Wings uh, game. And, and everybody keeps asking, so I've just got, I've just got to come clean. Okay, all right. So, so, we, so, so, all right, so here we go. I'm going to do this quickly. We <laughs> bought a house. Back in the beginning part of March, we bought a house. Bought a house um, on Barrington Street, literally a 45-second walk from our existing residence. And okay, I was glad. You know, it, 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 it was a really, really, really beautiful house. But I just didn't, for whatever reason, I just didn't connect with it. So fast forward um, a, a couple of months, and, and, and now we're talking about a period of time two weeks ago. Um I had a client call me, Mark, uh, and he, he ended up writing an offer on a property, ended up purchasing the property. That means that he had to put his existing residence on the market for sale. The, his existing residence is a property that I have coveted 
<clears throat> for the longest time. And so I picked up the phone, I called Duffy, I was like, you gotta get over here. I said, I think we've made a mistake. Duffy drove oh, no. over, uh, we looked at the property in Old Mill. Um, he walked in, you know, we, we've been together for almost 26 years. <clears throat> um, I, I know him well enough, I could tell he liked it. And I turned, I said, "Have I, I?" as I talked about this property repeatedly all, over and over and over again for the past uh, year or two, um, have I oversold it? He said, not at all. We ended up writing an offer on Old Mill. We are now buying Old Mill. We put the property in Barrington on the market for sale. We sold that. And so this is a long-winded way of saying that Jerome Powell had better do something <laughs> because, because I need rates to come down on the 30-year fixed rate Immediately. Immediately. Well, yeah. congratulations. So, uh, yeah. Thanks. Again. Uh, yeah, again, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm, I'm excited about this. This is bearing. I've spent more time in the past ten days thinking about and envisioning myself in this property in Old Mill than I did over the course of the past two months uh, thinking about. Yeah, yeah Barrington. Yes. Yeah. So, so there was a clear sign that I had made a mistake. Well, it's a good lesson for potential buyers out there that there really is a feeling that comes with mm -hmm. the house when you know it's the one yeah yeah right yeah. and and i always tell this to to my clients if you're trying to do the mental gymnastics to convince yourself that this is the property yeah. for you it's yeah. probably not the property for you yeah yeah um, completely it was interesting because i was also as we were trying to sell barrington i i will admit to having some anxiety about that and i thought okay um, capture this. Um, think about this. Reflect on this because this is what our clients go through. Yep. And um, and I'm glad that I, I I had that experience because last time I bought. Listen, we've got a lot of rental property. That's just uh, that's just a number on a, you know on a, a spreadsheet. It's not <clears throat> less emotional. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, this was very very different and um, it's very personal. And so I was able to capture that and uh, you know yeah it, it was a good reminder. All good stuff. Yeah. Um, Let's transition here uh, real quick, uh, looking on the bright side of things. Okay. Potential home buyers, more optimistic. Oh, th there, we, there we go. Oh, that's what they're saying? This is what they're saying. Okay. Um, you know, after the rate increase last week um, and the signal that hopefully they're pausing with the rate hikes, um, there was a bit of a rate dip before they came back up. Mm -hmm. um, but yep. there were a lot of people out there that were feeling like, okay, maybe... Maybe the other side is, is, is turning over here, and finally it's going to get a little bit easier. So the monthly Fannie Mae home purchase sentiment index rose in April to the highest level since May of last year. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. In April, 22% of consumers polled said they expect rates to go down compared to just 12% the previous month. And the share of respondents who said it's a good time to buy a home rose to 23% in April from 20% the previous month. Wow. Okay. So feeling a little bit better about it. Now, it doesn't do anything to solve the shortage of, of homes out there. Well, all right, well, this is a great segue. So I, I'm, and I got to be careful because it's just a few days worth of data. Um, it's just a feeling. It's nothing other than that. But trends ultimately begin somewhere. And perhaps this is the beginning of a trend. I'm wondering if the market is starting to change. Okay. I'm seeing, we, we've had two, you and I have a co-listing. Um, I won't mention the, the the town or the address, but we've we've got a co only because you know I, I don't want to implicate or indict you know our um, our, our sellers. Sure, um, <clears throat> this is a great house that you and I were convinced was going to just sell immediately. Yeah, um, it didn't sell immediately. Uh, we uh, everybody the sellers, uh, you and I, we all agreed let's lower the price. We'll sell it then. We lowered the price, still hasn't sold. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Um, there's a property that I listed for sale a few days ago, spectacular, gorgeous, like 
unbelievable cul-de-sac location, um, and that one did not sell immediately. And I'm starting to see, and I'm starting to hear anecdotally from other agents that they've got properties more and more that aren't selling within the first 72 hours of listing. That's interesting. Yeah, the, the one that you had mentioned, specifically the first one there, um, the feedback that I got from agents was that it's an amazing house, my clients really liked it, but we saw something else. Hmm, okay. So All right, well, that, there we go. That goes right. hand in hand with what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm... I'm wondering whether or not the market might actually be changing a little bit. And what? Well, there's an, there's another there's another uh, data point here that I think is interesting. On Monday, and this goes back to a point you were making a, a few moments ago. On Monday, from ten in the morning on Monday until ten in the morning on Tuesday, twenty four hour period of time. Molly, who handles all the incoming calls, she fielded six calls: five sellers, uh, five new sellers, one new buyer. So I'm, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm wondering whether or not we're going to start to see more inventory out there, whether or not um, uh, we're going to start to see a market that is coming more into balance, and whether or not buyers are going to have a little bit more of a leg up. And if we can just get those back to the mortgage rates, if we can get mortgage rates to come down a little bit, and if inventory comes up a little bit, I think that would be that would provide a lot of relief. It'd be tolerable. <laughs> yeah. At that point, we'll yeah. take tolerable yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah, so, so, so I, this is just something that I want to keep my eyes on. Um, and I was speaking to a banker last night at this uh, Red Wings event, um, and he thinks that we may have already begun, uh, we may have already entered a, a recession. Interesting. And, and you don't know that you're in a recession until three, four months after the recession begins. So, right. you know, so it, it'll be interesting to see uh, three, four months from now uh, what people are saying. Um, you did reference the Red Wings yes. game. Oh. I, I feel like we have to at least oh. mention. God. This, this really is heartbreaking. Yeah. You haven't heard the news yet. Milo the Bat Dog. So if you're unaware, Milo the Bat Dog is a golden retriever that would go to the games, wear the cute little jersey, and literally go and retrieve the bats. Yeah. And then bring them back to the dugout and everyone cheered. And like, again, just kind of a cute shtick type of, type of thing to begin with. But the community really rallied around this dog and, you yeah. know, just blew up. Everyone's talking about Milo. Milo has sadly passed away. Yeah. Yeah. Very. I saw, saw the announcement, I think it was a couple days ago. Yeah. Um, that dog had the most infectious smile. Oh, right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, that dog, like, smiled. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> he would grin for the camera. He'd pose. Like, and, like, and he, was, he was just very sweet. He brought a lot of happiness and a lot of joy. I was talking to Naomi last night. And, um, yeah, there's... Um, she's, actually, she, she's actually really um, sad about this. She's, like, really... Sure, yeah. It wasn't just, you know, some dog. Yeah. Um, it wasn't just some mascot. Like, you know, people had a relationship. And, you know, she and... She was saying that uh, both she and... Um, members of the Red Wings community are re really shaken by I'm this. Sure. So, yeah, oh, for sure. So, you know, um, obviously, our, our condolences to to Milo's family. Um, very sad news, but yeah. Um, this is something that I wanted to bring up. Okay, because this is something that I've noticed okay. recently, mm -hmm. and I was very confused by it first. And there might be some people listening right now that maybe uh, you like to dabble and, and look at the listings and go onto Realtor.com and Zillow. So you may have noticed this: properties popping up. With undisclosed addresses, you're still baffled by this. I, I don't even know how to go ahead. I, I could, it's it's very confusing. At first, I just thought it was a mistake. I'm like, what? That's very very <clears throat> odd. Like, it shows the town that it's in. Oh, there's all the photos. You can see the photo. All the specs of the house are there, just like any other listing you would see. But it literally says undisclosed address, and there is an MLS number, the multiple listing service. There's a number in there, so. An agent can go and plug that number into the MLS, and then the property pops up with the address. 
but just the average person doesn't know what the address is. I, we, we've talked about this, and so uh, let me just, one, I don't know how the board or the NAR, the National Association of Realtors, is allowing this to happen. Yeah. It seems so sketchy. And the second thing is, I've been doing this for you know a long time, and people out of desperation just try different things. And inevitably, after two, three months, people are like, oh, yeah, do you remember when? It's just desperation. It's gimmicky. It's nonsense. Well, and actually, you brought this to my attention originally because somebody was, you thought an agent was trying to steal one of our buyers, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, they had, uh, my client had reached out with this uh, realtor.com post, and, and they were like, what's this address? You know, like, and this is the first I'd literally seen of it. This is who brought it to my attention. And I was trying to figure it out. And she said that her sister, who was helping with the search, ended up reaching out to the, the listing agent to try to figure out what the address was. And apparently on the phone, the listing agent was extremely persuasive about trying to get them to work directly with him. Yeah. Um, even though they said they were working with another agent, which again, goes against the code of ethics. Right, right. Well, I took care of that. Yes, you did. <laughs> I believe the text was, not today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not having it today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, so, not having it today. Yeah. So again, I, I'm purely speculating the reason why, but it seems like it's so that listing agents will field calls directly from just random people that find these online because they have to ask them what the address is. Right. Um, versus I, I, these being shipped out to people, you know, other agents buying leads from places like Zillow. Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to get too much into this because we've talked about it so much, but yeah. people are, buyers in particular, um, they, I got to say, our buyers are really, really loyal to us. Our buyers are very loyal, and no, and, and nobody wants to be played. Nobody wants to uh, feel as though they, uh, there's been bait and switch going on. Um, nobody, nobody uh, reacts well to gimmick. Um, all this, all this will 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 be a distant memory uh, before the end of summer. So, although I, we'll, I'll wrap it up on this uh, particular point, I did see one yesterday. No address and no photo. <laughs> like what? Well, you're, what are you, What's you're, the point? You're selling what ether? I don't. I don't. It was literally. It was like the no photo photo. It says no photo on it. Wow. Like surely well, it's gonna get fifty offers. That, yeah, that that'll go. That'll go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I, I'm sure that homeowner is feeling really good about the the decision they've made. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. No kidding. Um. All right. Let's uh. <laughs> let's jump to our celebrity real estate. I sent a couple of links your way. All right. Okay. I'm so. really excited about the first one. If you could click on it, please. All right. Let me. Okay. Let me pull this up. Since the first one. I, I believe the last time was when you shared your disdain for Mike Myers and the men of SNL for having just awful, oh, oh, awful places. Uh, Colin Yost is renting out his uh, Monotoc Beach House for $65,000 a month. I want, I want to just get, Mark, this is the first time you're seeing it, just your general reaction. I mean, I mean I'm assuming that his grandmother recently <laughs> passed and he decided to forage through her living room to, to, to furnish this place. I mean, this is it's a little It's a little cluttery, I will say. If uh, It's a little, I mean, cluttery is one thing, but like, <laughs> Come, I like, look at the lumpy sofa. Like you know, the uh, I don't know the the pillows right out of Kmart. Um, you're telling me you're not gonna pay sixty five k a month to rent this uh, rent this place? I mean, listen, Montauk or otherwise. I mean, like yeah, I mean, like the, the Hamptons are, but like no, that's that's just no. Uh, but but you know, but thankfully he spent you know two point one million dollars on it. Ten, ten seconds, of, you know, arranging things nicely. I look, <laughs> I look at the bookshelf. 
I like that's that's really bad. Um, I, I I want to send this to our listing coordinator Julie because I think uh, she will this maybe pass look, out. Look at like all that like blue tarp. I mean, oh man. Okay. Anyway, all right. So this is this is this is re- and like he must have a wood shop because there's like a lot of like DIY projects um, having to do with wood in this place. <laughs> So, not a right. fan. No, not no, fan. it's terrible. Okay. This, this is not change your perception. I, but but th- this is, oh my God, I'm just, did you see the picture? <laughs> oh, it's found more. Oh my God. <laughs> what do you mean? It looks like a great fairway for a golf course. That's awesome. Oh my God. All right. So this is the fourth occasion in the past year where we've had to dunk on the men of SNL, the alumni, yeah. the alum of, of yeah. SNL. Yeah. Um, these guys like have no, like for all the money they're making, I mean, guys. Hire an interior designer. Hire a designer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is. All right. Um, am I going to the next one? Anything you more you want to say? Or, no, I think I think uh, we've. Uh, I think we've. Yeah, we've yeah, exhausted we, this we've one. milked that one. Yeah. All right. So uh, the next one is another rental. This is only forty-five thousand a month. Not on the beach, though. It's, okay. All right. Uh, I, I it's in, this. It's in the West Village. Tasteful. Taylor yeah. Swift. Yeah. There we go. There's we actually go. it's um it's the home oh, okay. she wrote about a song about Cornelia Street. Oh, this is on Cornelia, Cornelia Street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to sing that for you? You, you, I, I could, I could. <laughs> All right, I won't. I won't. I saw the look on your face. Um, okay, this is this better. Is, better. Yeah, come on. I mean, l- l- yeah. Look at this. I mean, I, so I was reading, and you know what? I'm, I'm probably going to ask for the privilege. Um, we're going to go off air. Um, I'm going to do some research and then come back on. Okay. Um, to talk about how much money she's going to. But I think she's, a lot. Yeah. Uh, do you the number that I heard? A credible source. This is a news story. Do you know how much money do you think she's going to net as a result of her uh, her uh, tour? Oh, um, it's probably a billion dollars. She, she's going to net net six hundred and some million oh, wow. dollars. Look at me just boiling in a bottle of water. <laughs> I, I, I mean, still, yeah, it's mind boggling. That yeah. is just and the stage, like the stage that she's assembling. Oh yeah. Well, that not her, but well, uh, her team. Wait, what? She's not out there <laughs> the, pulling everything. The stage. It takes two weeks to assemble. That's insane. So, so there are two crews. One crew will go. They will assemble a stage for two weeks while she's in residence in some city for like five days. Then she takes five days off or something, and then she goes to the city uh, that, that that was it, it, the nuts. whole yeah. thing. The, the stage itself is larger than a football field. Wow, that's how ridiculous. it is. Yeah. I mean. I, even, I, even dreaming that up, like. but, but, but actually, but actually, I'm, I'm reading that like, how could it possibly like? What, I mean, these things are held in football fields. Right. So when I'm reading this news story and I'm just realizing, like, that sounds like a bit of an exaggeration because if it's larger than a football field, then where the hell are they like putting people? Yeah, yeah, yeah right, exactly. Yeah, the floor seats. And a- a- anyway, it is. It's. It's. Are you going? Uh no, no I'm, I'm I didn't not. think so. You go. Beyonce's tour starts in Europe uh, tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah, there we yeah. Go. So that's another one, and she's supposed to be making more money than uh, than Taylor Swift. Really? So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's see here. <sighs> Any two, more? Two more, maybe? Yeah. Do I want, don't know. Do you want to touch on Miranda Priestley's house? Why, why, why don't we do Miranda next week? Okay. Well, hold on. You, you can do some more research on <laughs> as to who Miranda Priestley actually like, huh? is. Who? What? <laughs> And, and then you know, and then we can juxtapose that with like some you know, residents owned by some sports celebrity. Um, you know, we'll, we'll love the playing they, field. Never yeah. heard of before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. exactly. That that's, sounds that's right. good. Um, you said that a new blog is out or will be out soon. Uh, let's see. I, I finished it up last night. Um, so yeah, that's going to be mailed to our database. Um, I don't know. Pe- people may not know this, but we we mail this thing to um, a database of about fifty thousand people. If you don't receive it, it's actually I got to say it's 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 very. I, 
I, I, I think it's well, uh, well written, um, but I, I only say that because it's also well received. Mm-hmm. Um, in that, it, the, the open rate for this for this email is just enormous, and you know there, there are a lot of people throughout the region. So if you're looking for a little bit more insight into what's going on in terms of real estate, um, you know, email me mark at markseewick.com. Uh, that's S I W I E C, and we'll put you on the database, and uh, we'll, you can receive that monthly, um, or you know, tune into us next week, and we'll tell you a little bit more. There you go. So that sounds good. Um, some listings going live. We've got one live today at, in in the Browncroft neighborhood. Yeah, this one's Rochester. good. I'm really excited about this one. Yeah, yeah. That neighborhood, like it's it's magical. Like it really it, is. It, it really is. Yeah. yeah. Um. So 114 Windermere uh, has gone live today. Showing start tomorrow. I think offers doing that one on Monday. Um. But really excited about it. Um. Tons of potential there. That's for sure. Yeah. I reached out to some people already. We got the ball rolling. So we'll see. Um. And then of course you can see all the rest of the listings as always. MarkSewick.com. That's where you can find the blog, the videos. It's all there. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you again next week.